one. Welcome to Vistas by WebCheck Security. News, views, and insights into the cybersecurity realm, leadership, and entrepreneurship. Produced by WebCheck Security. My name is Greg Johnson, and I'm your host. WebCheck partners with IT Assurance or CPA firms to provide SOC 2, ISO 27001, and other services. In today's podcast, we learn about an amazing and client-focused professional services firm, Johansson Group LLP, and trends in the cyber assurance space. Vistas is sponsored by Nexus IT, a worry-free, hyper-responsive approach to providing world-class IT support and solutions so leaders can focus on their business. Well, now I'm going to introduce our guest today, and then we'll bring him on board here. Ryan Johansson, the founder of uh, Johansson Group LLP, lives in Colorado Springs with his wife and three girls. Wow. <laughs> he graduated from Utah. Lots of estrogen in that house, right? He graduated from Utah Valley University with a degree in accounting. He then received an MBA with an emphasis in finance from the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. He is a partner with Johansson Group and a growth-minded and, I'm going to add, joyful leader, building an excellent IT assurance business and consultancy. Ryan, welcome to our podcast. Glad to be here. Well, uh, Ryan, this has been a great partnership with WebCheck Security. We've uh, brought some clients that uh, have been very pleased with your project management, Tyler and his group, and, and what you've done, ourselves included. We just became um, SOC 2 examined, and uh, we're excited about that. And um, tell us something fun about you, your family, your hobbies, anything you'd like to share for a minute. Yeah, I mean, talking about the estrogen, even the dog's a girl. Uh, so <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, other fun things, like to watch baseball. Uh, Braves fan, they're doing really good this year, so uh, they're, oh. they're a lot of fun to watch. Very good. Um, we see take, getting ready to take the two oldest girls off to college uh, this year. For um, Oldest one's already in college, but uh, middle one's getting ready to head off. So uh, getting ready to be down to one one kid. Well, empty nesterhood just around the corner there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a transition, I can tell you that. It's kind of interesting. You look yeah. around at your wife of, in my case, 38 years and kind of go, now what do we do? Oh, let's go to a movie. Okay, you don't need to worry about the entourage, right? But uh, then you miss your kids too. Well, good, good, good stuff. Any other hobbies or anything that uh, you like to do? Uh, go out hiking, go enjoy some nature, live close to the mountains here. So, you know, go, uh, go see some of, uh, the nature and mountains that are around. I guess there's a lot of that in Colorado Springs, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of hiking, a lot of greenways running through the city. So go on some bike rides, uh, got some electric bikes, makes the, uh, the hills a lot easier, a lot more enjoyable. Oh, but <laughs> I may have to try that at some point. Well, Ryan, tell us about Johansson Group. What's it all about? And uh, what was your journey to starting this company? Yeah, uh, Johansson Group specializes in uh, SOC 2 and ISO 27000 uh, audits. Uh, we also do HIPAA 
Um, although most people self-attest, do some sock ones every now and again. Uh, but that, that, that's our main bread and butter. Um, let's see. We, we like to provide a lot of service to our clients. So they get a customer success manager uh, to help answer those questions as they're going along. Uh, we've been in business uh, for a little over nine years now. Uh, so we kind of got in this market before it was red hot. Uh, working with more of the, the, the mid-size clients that at the time that's who was mostly getting the SOC 2 reports was mid-size and, and enterprise clients. Uh, so have a lot of experience there. Yes, you do. Tell For our listeners, tell us a little bit more about the SOC 2 in and of itself. What is that? How does it differentiate from SOC 1? And and how is ISO 27001 different? Who gets that? Let, let's just start there for our listeners today. Yeah, uh, SOC 2 is created by the AICPA, uh, and it has overarching principles that you're that you need to match to. Uh, so, how you develop your controls, and the controls are meant to be developed by management by the company. Uh, so, to look at their risk profile, identify what their risks are, what controls they should put in place to mitigate those risks, or if not, then you kind of accept you can accept them. But you're putting controls in place for each of those criteria. Um, so it's all around IT. It's really around IT security. Uh, although it does have components of of HR, uh, board of directors, uh, some of that oversight there. Uh, a SOC one is around uh, internal controls around financial reporting. Uh, so that's usually around uh, payroll processors. Um, if you're doing some of the invoice processing, uh, sometimes we see like the shipping containers, the people that are doing the audits, they'll be looking for uh, a SOC 1. And so that the companies that they're providing the services for feel comfortable relying on, on their financial report back to the company that those financials are, are good. Um, so not a big uh, part there. SOC 1, it's you can take a SOC 2 and convert it into a SOC 1 and then add any of those ICFRs, those internal controls around financial reporting, or you can just report on those ICFRs on a standalone basis. Uh, so there's a lot more flexibility in the types of controls that a company puts in place for us for a SOC 1. Uh, where in a SOC 2, uh, a lot of a lot of industry standards out there um, that, that you can do, but uh, they'll vary uh, slightly wording uh, from company to company. But uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of things are standard. And why is SOC two so ubiquitous right now? Do you think? It seems to be really popular. <sighs> it 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 is it is. You know, I'd say things kind of kicked up about the same time as the solar winds uh, event happened. Ah. Uh, so companies started looking downstream at who else is touching their data or integrated with them. And that's where a lot of the hacks uh, happen is further down the, the stream. And so they want to make sure that people they're doing business with, that they may be sharing some data with, are as secure as they are. And so... They've been relying on that SOC 2 report, uh, at least as a as a entry bar hurdle uh, before they even want to start talking about doing business. Um, 
And even when we're seeing that, that great, you have your SOC 2, now we're going to come in with our own internal audit team and make sure that you're, you've had things buttoned up to, to their expectations. Right. And, and now how does SOC 2 differ for our listeners from ISO 27001 and who gets ISO 27001? Um, is it mostly European or, or tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, there's a great overlap between uh, SOC 2 and ISO 27001. Um, there's a, a little less flexibility in ISO. They uh, more rigid around what controls are, are in place. Uh, but the main factor is where your customers are at, uh, of who wants what. Uh, so if you're in Europe, Asia, even Australia, you're usually looking at an ISO 27001. Uh, if you're in North America, if you're looking for a SOC 2, they'll take either one. They may have a little bit of gripes uh, about it and have their preferred report just because that's what they're most familiar with. But, um, you know, a lot of people do uh, business here in the U.S. And so they're just looking for that, that SOC 2 report. Okay. And in delivering these services, Ryan, what differentiates Johansson Group for other IT assurance and CPA firms as you no, we've discussed before that I worked for a very large one that's now hit over $100 million and uh, takes a lot of business away from Ernst & Young and PricewaterhouseCoopers and others. I was part of that as I was their VP of Business Development. Uh, and there's another one uh, locally that does uh, PCI specifically. Um, how do you guys differentiate and what is it about Johansson that your clients so appreciate? Yeah, I think one thing is, especially from the, the bigger CPA firms, is that we're pretty tech savvy. Uh, we don't want to use the spreadsheets back and forth. We prefer you to use a, a platform, whichever one you like, uh, and then just do it in there so we can just come in and grab it and then come back to you with the questions. So it, it cuts down the back and forth. Uh, another thing we do is we provide a customer success manager, uh, which is extremely helpful for those that are going through it the first time. Uh, a lot We see a lot of people stall out. They don't know what to do. How, if I don't do this control that the platform's suggesting, what impact does that have to our audit? What other things should I be thinking about? So having Tyler and Haley uh, is probably our, our biggest secret weapon in, in helping customers have a uh, have a good experience. Well, I can vouch for that. <laughs> Having just gone through that experience ourselves, Tyler was fantastic. Uh, it was it was well managed, yeah. um, and we used the plan the platform Vanta. In fact, um, listeners can actually get that platform from us and or Aptiga. We we have several options there um, in working with you. Um, so uh, it's good to have those partnerships. And tell us a little bit about that, because I, I'm thinking that part of your growth is because of the, the strategic partnerships that you have. So tell our listeners about some of the success factors that you've experienced in the last couple of years. Yeah, I've uh, been working with uh, most of the major platforms out there. A lot of the small guys, Vantas, Drata, SecureFrame, Sprintos, Scrut, TrustCloud, mm -hmm. TrustArrow, you know, yeah. those, uh, you know, especially the big ones, they have a lot of VC funding behind them. And so their marketing budgets are huge oh, yeah. and are really <laughs> go out there and, and find clients. And, uh, you know, then we partner with the platforms uh, to make sure that that client has a smooth experience from beginning to end, uh, from the install and set up 
all the way through the audit and uh, the actual report issuance. So that's probably been one of our our, our huge growths is, is working well with the platforms. And and they do provide a lot of value. I'm going to interject kind of a market speak um, segment here, though. Some of these platforms advertise that they're all you need, right? And uh, in my estimation, a tool is really only as good as the person who wields it. And so in my mind, working with, uh, for example, Tyler and, and your customer success folks um, and, and, and engaging with you early on and not just buying a platform and thinking you're going to be ready. Do you think there's value there, Ryan? <laughs> At least that's what I've seen. Yeah, it's, it's much uh, better to get an auditor engaged early on in the process to help you overcome some of those hurdles and ask the questions. Uh, we see a lot of people going down rabbit holes. And had they just asked the question, we could have sped them up by a couple weeks. Uh, each platform has its own little quirks and specialties, uh, things that they do well. Uh, but in general, uh, the platforms are, are, are fairly similar, in, at least in the way they operate. Um, you know, Vant is one of the biggers in the marketplace, followed right behind by Drata. Uh, that will kind of flip-flop. So, you know, kind of depending on, uh, you know, the where a company's at, we may suggest uh, one platform over the other, but, uh, you know, kind of what works best for your company. But some of these guys, Ryan, are advertising, get SOC 2 ready in two weeks. And, you know, I've seen that. And you probably have too, right? And what's the reality there? Uh, if they want to stop everything the company's doing, all hands on deck and focus on SOC 2, yeah, you can probably get there. Um, but SOC 2 is meant to be looking at your risks and then identifying things that you should be putting in place to reduce those risks. So it's really not very common. Uh, more of a three to four month plus process of actually getting ready to, to start a SOC 2. So um, there's a, more of an outlier case than the, than the norm. Right. That's kind of what I thought. All right. We'll come back to this and more in a minute. WebCheck Security looks to partner with Nexus IT for IT security. Need data storage that you can prove aligns with your industry's regulations? Need appropriate documentation of compliance efforts or potential audits? Don't have time or manpower to create policy templates to manage firewalls or implement servers in your organization? Well, tried and true, let Nexus IT consultants do it for you. To find out more, go to www.nexusitc.net. That's nexusitc.net. Or call them at 435-659-2533. That's 435-659-2533. And Earl and his crew will take good care of you. And we're back with Ryan Johansson of Johansson Group, LLC. Ryan, what problems do you solve for your clients? Um, and what are some of the current trends in the industry? So why do they come to you uh, in the first place and, and and what's going on in general? Yeah, usually they're looking for a SOC 2 uh, report or ISO 27001 report. So they need something. Uh, the main problem is they have is they're trying to close a deal and the customer that they want to close with 
needs some sort of IT assurance report. So that's the overarching uh, problem that we're trying to solve. And then within that, most of these, especially small companies, they don't have a compliance department. They are just barely getting started, um, although they may be doing some of the uh, have fairly good security. Uh, some things aren't documented. Uh, some of the processes uh, may not be as mature. And so helping them mature that process and get things written down and be able to answer those questions, especially if they're working with a platform, because uh, the platforms give them a really good uh, checklist of, of controls they should at least think about putting in place. Uh, but some of them just don't apply to the company, don't apply to the industry. So helping them sort through that list um, you know, and making it uh, making it manageable and what the company's doing. Uh, also work with partners uh, like WebCheck Security. Hey, need a pen test? You know, here's a here's a good service provider uh, to help you scope that out and make sure that you're not uh, getting something you don't need. Uh, work with other consultants to help them even implement it. So you know, BC so services and things like that. So. Well, that's, someone in place. that's a good point. And web check mm-hmm. security does, does do that. So if they don't have the time and the, and the money or not necessarily the money, but the resources is, is the bigger issue. Um, web check can come in and help shepherd that audit and uh, liaise with Tyler and his group and make, make it a big success. And, and it's like I said earlier that the, the tool, whether they're using Vanta or, you know, secure frame or Drata, it's only as good as the context. Um, I know that when we went through our SOC 2 process, Vanta uh, would recommend a lot of things. It was a, it's a powerful platform, but not all of those were applicable up to our um, smaller model. And, uh, and we have a, fan, a phenomenal CISO, we call him a FISO, a fractional information security officer that uh, shepherded us through that process. But a lot of organizations will get kind of stuck in the mud, in the weeds, because the platform is recommending things that may not be quite in context, if that makes sense. So I appreciate that um, uh, that, that, that narrative there. Um, so how do you see SOC 2 and other assurances evolving over time? We know that with COVID, a big change happened, and that was auditors didn't always have to just go on site um, and, and what else is happening in the industry or what drivers are there and how is the AICPA evolving? Um, you know, we've seen costs, uh, come down. It's become a very competitive market. Uh, so people that thought uh, it was cost prohibitive in the past are now coming back and be like, oh yeah, this is totally within the budget. We can, we can make this happen. Um, yeah, CPA, it's, they're a slow moving organization. They like to make sure that, uh, they have all the information they need. Uh, so we're seeing, they've given some warnings of, Hey, auditors, make sure as you're relying on the platforms that you're doing your due diligence, um, for customers, make sure your firm, uh, your audit firm is registered with the AICPA. I guess there's been some companies or firms out there issuing SOC 2 reports that aren't registered with the AICP, so you can't issue a SOC 2 report. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the market will continue to be competitive. Uh, The platforms are are evolving quickly. Uh, They're adding more integrations. They're adding more tools out there uh, to make things uh, easier to do. So either integrating your HR, onboarding, 
access control review, vendor management, all these things are becoming more and more automated. Um, and so we're seeing less exceptions, actually. So we're, as we're seeing clients use the platforms uh, to their fullest capability, we're seeing less and less exceptions. Oh, very interesting. Well, on that note, what are some of the sticking points that you constantly run into in these organizations trying to become SOC 2 compliant or maybe even ISO compliant? Or in other words, what do you advise these organizations to do so that they can be more successful and get you know unstuck and not, not go through that same thing that you're seeing with dozens of clients every month? Yeah, it's probably the biggest one, uh, get management support. Uh, when everybody's going in the same direction, it, we see this speed, uh, they go a lot faster, really keep things moving. Uh, usually where we see people bogged down is in creating the policies. Uh, the IT stuff is fun to fix, and people are ready to jump right on that. But writing policies, reading them, getting everybody on board and following them is a little less fun. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's probably where we see people bogged down is getting those, those policies written. Uh, probably the next thing we see is it's not a one-time thing. Uh, you go from your, your SOC 2 type 2, uh, as soon as that period ends, the next period should start. Don't let it drop off. Um, some people stop and take a break and like, all right, we got it. We closed the deal. And they, they stop following things. Uh, and so then they have to then they have, have a break or a gap in between their, their next SOC 2 report by the time they start getting customers asking for it. So uh, the other sticky point is not a one and done. You need continuous compliance. Stay compliant after you get that, that first SOC 2 report. Well, that's that's great advice. I, I particularly like the policy writing because we do a lot of that. And it's not just as easy as downloading something or the platforms provide a lot of documentation too, but you've, you've got to take it in context. The right policies have to be written and tweaked uh, to be applied in the right way in order for the controls to be valid, right? And uh, so that that's something that WebCheck helps a lot of organizations with um, as well. And uh, so again, the, if you've got a good uh, practitioner wielding the tool and helping them uh, and shepherding them through the audit process, um, it can be very valuable to them. Well, looking forward, Ryan, where do you see Johansson Group in a few years and in terms of your growth, your strategy, maybe services you're looking to offer? Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, boy, things continue to, to grow, so we continue to um to grow with the marketplace uh we'll probably see last year we did about 400 uh reports this year we're on track for uh probably like seven to eight hundred so it's mm -hmm. continuing to grow uh we'll we'll continue to grow within the uh compliance uh platforms we'll be looking at cmmc fedramp PyTrust, um kind of in the coming future we won't be branching into that consultancy piece so much uh, there's experts like WebCheck out there that are specialized in that and can and can really give them the specialized service where we can focus on our strengths. So uh, expect the SOC 2 and ISO world to continue to grow. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, once they get one certification, um, add on the other. So those U.S. companies that got their SOC 2 first, starting to branch out into Europe, will just add on the ISO 27001. Or those that went for 27,001 first uh, going in for, for SOC 2. So um, 
seeing a lot of growth there of people adding additional um, compliance frameworks to their to their toolbox. And, and that's a new service for you, right? You you just started offering the ISO twenty seven thousand one, right? Yep. Yep. Correct. Uh, just earlier this year, and, three four months ago. And how's that going? Uh, it's going great. Uh, you know, those guys are keeping so busy <laughs> trying to get everybody scheduled and, and, and blocked in there. Um, so it's going really well. So I'm, I'm just curious, obviously, as a percentage of revenue, it's probably pretty small right now. But how, how's that growing for you? And what, where do you anticipate it will be a year from now? Boy, I wish I could even uh, guess. <laughs> uh, they're, uh, it's growing so fast that it's... Uh, you know, it'll probably in the near future, uh, kind of things ramp up and get the clients, uh, turning, uh, or adding that, I imagine it'll be half of our business wow. down the road. That That's pretty significant. Well, and congratulations on that, Ryan. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> <laughs> business it's is a going lot of well. work to get these. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is. Um, well, this is this has been about the right size podcast here. Good information um, as we as we come to the end of it. What are some takeaways for our listeners in terms of sound cyber hygiene, um, or what? As you know, as an expert, because you're right in the middle of the cyber arena, Brian, and as the founder of this company, what would you leave people with? What do they need to do? Uh, to be better with their overall cyber hygiene. We hear so much about the hacks, and every day I get the uh, the CISA, uh, you know, Center for Internet uh, Security and Advisement, uh, coming out and um, giving the new vulnerabilities and the new threats, and we're being hacked by Iran, and we're being hacked by China, and we're being hacked by, uh, you know, this group and that group, and, and new root kits, and, um, how do they have good hygiene? What do you leave them with? You know, even if you have a SOC 2 or an ISO 27001, doesn't mean that uh, you don't have any vulnerabilities. So you need to continue to, to um, make sure you're secure. Look at the new things that are popping up. What's the new threats? How is the market changing? What new software is out there uh, to help you stay compliant? Uh, take this as a as a, as a growing opportunity to increase your security out there. Um, sometimes, you know, you don't have a, especially with the small companies, uh, even pre-seed or uh, even series A, you don't have a compliance department. It's probably going to be worth your money to, to hire some experts in there to come in and do a deep dive into your company, see what other vulnerabilities you may have that you may just not have been aware of because you're not in that space all the time and dealing with these with these threats. So, um, you know, continue to look at it. Don't uh, don't take a break. So, what you're really talking about is a program programmed and systematized approach a lot of uh, it folk will think of vulnerabilities as when you scan or when you do a penetration test you find vulnerabilities but we're talking about policy and procedural things too aren't we yeah yeah those change over time as your company grows uh so like as we were talking before uh the platforms have they all have generators to create the plot or to create the policies, but you need to right size them for your business and just take a look at the way you're actually doing business and how you can tighten things up. Uh, you know, what can you do to separate, uh, 
responsibilities, separate, get that separation of duties. Um, and your business is going to evolve over time. And you need to make sure that those that you're keeping up with how your business and how the marketplace is evolving as well. Well, good, good advice. Well, Ryan, it's been awesome to have you on this podcast today. Um, thank you for coming on. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's been a great pleasure. Well, Vistas thanks our sponsor, Nexus IT Consultants. For white glove cybersecurity and IT assistance, contact Nexus at nexusitc.net or call them at 435-659-2533. Today's music has been provided by Suit Up Soldier and can be downloaded on Spotify, Apple Music, and other popular programs and platforms. Until next time, folks, this is Vista's Greg Johnson, your host. Please join us again. Oh, we like to